0: I don't know. It's even making sound.
1: Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) I can see it moving now. Now it's making noise
0: bubbles on the recording machine.
1: Um, We were saying hi. Yeah,
0: hi. It's It's Anna. No, I'm not Anna. You're not Anna. I'm Anna.
1: And I'm Melissa. And
0: we're in Northern Frights. (laughs) The wildly unprofessional podcast brought to you from the great state of Minnesota. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And we talk about stabbiness. Um, murderiness,
1: paranormalness,
0: creeperiness in the Midwest. Ooh, baby, that's us. You know, I I had a couple of things I I thought about this morning, and I was like, I should bring these up today. Okay. It was a good time. Okay. Do you remember when I would take the bus to work? Yeah. And there was always that, like, one guy on the bus... Or, like, every time, like, I made a mistake of smiling at him. <laughs> like, the first time I got on the bus. Yeah? And then after that, he would, like, constantly give me this, like, giant smile every time I got Yay. on the bus. And, like, every time I'd get to work and I'd be like, listen, if I ever go missing...
1: It's this person. It's this one dude on from this from the line. Bus. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and all I could think to myself is, I wonder if he, like, with a pandemic... If he was able to find a bus wife <laughs> bus on the bus, yeah. move to a bus mountain, mm-hmm. um, and was able to live his bus life.
1: I hope so. We all need a bus wife bus, or partner. Bus partner? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Because I was like, I mean, I haven't taken the bus in many a moon. Yeah. But I was just like, I wonder if he <laughs> ever finally, like, kidnapped somebody. <laughs>
1: I love that, because here you're just being nice and friendly, yeah, like, and then you're like, oh no. And then I
0: was like, oops, I made mistake numero uno for every an- woman I made eye contact and a smile with a strange man. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it automatically means to that person you are now married. Married. <laughs> Did they ever scoot over to where you were?
0: No, because I would always go to, he would usually sit towards the front. Okay. He was an older, not older, but like older middle age man. sure. And he would sit towards, like, the front, because his bus stop was, like, a couple of stops after I got on. Okay. And then he would, like, sit up with these, like, other middle-aged, like, ladies up there. Okay. And so I would just, like, get into my seat towards, like, the middle, mm-hmm. and then he would kind of, like, look back at me, and I'd be like, oh, no, stop looking at me.
1: He'd do the nod? He'd just the be, looks like, up?
0: He'd just be kind of, like,
1: okay. look back, and I'd be like, no. No.
0: You're definitely not my type, sir.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. So, Well, bus person if you're out there. I wish you well. Yes. But I really hope <laughs>
0: you didn't kill anybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, number two. Number two. I, I asked my mom this this morning because I just like remembered it early this morning. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast. Okay. It was one time, it was a couple of years, a few years ago, and my mom had gotten up in the middle of the night and she could hear me talking in my room Mm -hmm. and it was kind of like you know like no okay mm -hmm," like something like that and she's like maybe one of her friends called her like because it was like two something in the morning okay and she's like maybe like somebody like called her something's wrong Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden she said she could hear a man's voice and instead of being like i should probably go check on my only child (laughs) and make sure she's okay she did nothing. She just she said, went back to bed. She has
1: a gentleman caller. Good for her.
0: <laughs> and I'm just like. Night! Like, she, <laughs> she, she's fine. Somebody probably just broke into the house and has kids trying to attack her in her sleep.
1: Did she say what the gentleman caller said? <laughs> well,
0: I didn't ask her. Because like, I remember like, that morning, like, the next morning I got up. Mm-hmm and i'm pretty sure my dad was like at our cabin so there's no men yeah and there was definitely like no
1: chance that i had like a boy over
0: you know i'm sure she was like "Ooh, the first time she has got a boy in her room
1: that's exciting (laughs) yeah she's like don't interrupt yeah (laughs) be cool it's finally (laughs) happening how exciting (laughs) for her
0: but i remember like i got up get out of my room my mom's just like were you on the phone with anybody last night and i was like no. And she's just like, oh, well, I could hear you talking. And I was like, okay. And then she was like, and then I heard a man talking. And I was like, excuse me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm like, do you remember what he said? And he's like, she's like, no, I couldn't like, tell. I could just hear like a man's tone yeah. coming from your room. Wow. And I'm like, did you come and check on me? And she's like, no. <laughs> no?
1: <laughs> Don't care that much. too." <laughs> <laughs> Which we know is not true. No, like,
0: I'm just like, I'm like, you didn't check on me? And she's like, no. And it's just like, good to know if there's ever an emergency. You'll just book it out of here and leave me behind.
1: Man, is fine. She's fine. She's got it covered. No big deal. So curious what he was saying. Yeah. Now, what I'm really sad about, too, is recently you purchased that sleep app yeah. that picks up or starts recording as it hears noises, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If only you had it, then. <laughs> you know, I could have figured out mm. what they were talking about with me. Yep. You you said no for sure. The phrase no, she <sighs> thought? I mean, like I can't remember
0: exactly oh. what I said, but it was okay. something kind of like a, like a, just like kind of like oh, okay. Wow. Mm. Okay. And like I don't usually talk in my sleep. Like people would tell me that I talk in my sleep. That's why I got the sleep app because I was okay. like, well, what am I saying in mm-hmm. my sleep? Like I gotta know. Mm-hmm. And it said it's like me snoring, and I'm like, wow, (laughs) the lies. (laughs) Everybody's just like, you talk and you're asleep, but in reality, I sound like a damn logger, (laughs) just on some wood. Mm -hmm. I'm like, is this just like the way that they wanted me to know? Like I snore. You talk in your sleep. You talk in your sleep. By the way, (laughs) the only the only words that it's caught was when Birdie barfed in
1: my room, and I was like, Birdie. Come on! I love that. Anna sent that over the weekend, I think. Yeah. And she's, I was like, send it to me, and I was like, immediately regretted it because it starts with just, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and then Anna's like, come on. (laughs) But that was amazing. That was good. It was
0: really funny. And like, I kind of thought to myself, I'm like, I wonder if I like caught it, like the sleep app machine thing. (laughs) And then, like, I listened to it like
1: the next
0: day <laughs> when I got up, and it was just like, <laughs> birdie, come on."
1: So exasperated. Exas- <laughs> yeah, exasperated. Exasperated. Yeah. So, so
0: those
1: were those were
0: the things that I wanted to share
1: with you. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't have any cool personal stories, but mm-hmm. I looked. Um, in my email because I had emailed myself and I saw an article, sort of old news now because I I had shared it with you though. Yeah. Um, an American Airlines pilot. Do you yeah. remember this? Yep. And I think it was around the week of February twenty fifth, so not too long ago. Mm-hmm. They had reported that they had seen quote a quick moving unusual object flying above them. Mm-hmm. Um. They were taking a flight from Cincinnati, Ohio to Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And American Airlines, according to the article, said that there definitely was an audio transmission Um, hmm. with this pilot saying that. Oh, okay. So they confirmed just that yeah. that was a thing. Yeah. But, interestingly, they referred the questions to the FBI. Yeah. And... um in the article they had essentially alluded to that it was like alien spaceship essentially Mm -hmm. i don't know if they use that language or anything but like a ufo uh and also the pilot was quoted as saying it looked like a cruise missile type of thing and it went right over them so they were also like confirming is there supposed to be something in the area yeah that could be this cruise missile thing Mm -hmm. um but I find it very interesting that they referred questions to the FBI. Yeah. And that was all I had seen on that. That's highly suspicious. Highly suspicious. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. So maybe eventually they'll come out, the FBI, with their findings.
0: I feel like it's, like, in my mind, I don't think of the FBI when I think of, like, aliens. I mean, it's, what was was the X-Files? Were they part of the FBI?
1: I think so. Are just a subdivision. Okay, maybe. Maybe I just don't understand what the FBI does. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, anything that's supposed to be like, shh, shh like, don't talk about. That's what the FBI works on. Murders for sure. Murders, interstate crime.
0: Yep, interstate crime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, if they like yep. cross state lines, yep. I think yep. they get involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure, like racketeering, mm-hmm. like fraud, fraud, fraud. <laughs> Fra- fraud. Off. And apparently, potential UFOs. And aliens. So, that's why I'm going to just say they do everything.
0: <laughs> I just want to know
1: what that division looks like.
0: Because I cannot imagine it's as cute as David Duchovny. <laughs> <Brian>. <laughs> yes. That's a good point. Have you ever seen the FBI agency here in Minnesota?
1: Mm-mm.
0: So, it's in Brooklyn Park, I think is what it is. Okay. So, like, every now and then, like, we would go up towards like my aunt's house. Like, we had to go by it one time because there was, like, another building we had to go to. Sure. Not like we were like, let's go to stop by the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember just, like, my mom being like, that's the FBI building. And I was like, uh-oh. Are they watching me now? Of
1: course they are. Oh, no. Why'd they drive by us? Why what are they know? doing? What are they up to? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm sure they do pick uh-huh. up
1: every license plate.
0: I'm sure. I'm going to look it up here because I feel like it's, like, near something.
1: That's it's definitely like, near something.
0: It's definitely beer. Something. What it is? But what is it? We have no idea. Federal Bureau. There it is. Okay. I was like, oh god, I don't know what it. Oh yeah, Minneapolis. Okay. Cause it's by. It's by a Quality Inn. <laughs> Jumbo Africa Restaurant.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. There. Okay. Cause there's. There's a Super 8, a Travelage, Nice. Denny's. Uh, there's quality in, Oh, John- Oh yeah, 'cause that's it used to be a Cracker Barrel over there. <laughs>
1: okay. And That's where you used to go.
0: Well, like we would drive by it, and oh, okay. I would see like the Cracker Barrel, and then Mom's just like, is
1: that Maple Grove? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I-, I know generally where yeah. it is. Okay. It's like
0: right across the street from Brooklyn Center High School. Can you imagine oh. like those kids?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they'd be well behaved. We're, like, okay. We're gonna send you the FBI. <laughs> you want
0: to go across the street to the FBI? No!
1: <laughs> what do they do anyway? We're <laughs> not <Put on> aliens. <laughs> Can you get us. Okay. Paper rock scissors? Yeah. Alright. Mm-hmm. I crush you. You crush me. So, okay, so I'm super excited about my case today. Ooh. I think I had told uh, the podcast that I was going to be watching a video mm-hmm. um, through my MUFON subscription. Mm-hmm. Um this is through their Mufon television page. Um and it was a special they had I think uh did a live on Facebook or YouTube as well, mm-hmm. which is the the alert I had seen it on. Um so my sources are the Mufon television of this video mm-hmm. as well as I did some um Google searches for books. Okay. So I I wanted to just include that too. Okay. Um, what they talked about was a book that Craig Campobasso, I think his name is, okay. um, recently pub- published. And they um, published it through a partnership with Mufon Books and um, some another publisher. But um, the book by Craig Campobasso mm-hmm. is called The Extraterrestrial Species Almanac. So I watched this, not sure what I was going to expect, yep. keeping, you know, expectations low. Yep. And I have to say, loved it. Loved it, loved it <laughs> so much that I bought the book mm-hmm. because I need to know more about these species. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you approximately five or so species that they spoke about. Okay. And um, I'm assuming we'll put some images on the Instagrams. For sure. And those images come from the... Show that they did. Okay. So I just want to say that okay. too. They're not ours. They are from the show.
0: <laughs> we did not take pictures. <laughs> no. Of these aliens.
1: And if like, I understood Trashield. correctly too, there was mm-hmm. <laughs> some kind of um artist that did these renderings. Oh, so okay. I just I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't think. Uh, the reason why I'm saying that is I think some images have Craig's name on them and others don't. So I feel oh. like some were created by artists okay. based on. The expert of that species, maybe, is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this um, episode of MUFON TV was called The Extraterrestrial Species Almanac, and it starred or had um, Craig Campobasso and Ron James, who is the host. Okay. He, um, as I alluded to, is presenting his book, and they are talking about a few alien species. mm mm-hmm. Um, I also pointed out a few books that they referenced, too, because I liked their book covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll show you those as we talk about them. Um, let's see. So um, another reason I bought the book is because we got just a little baby sample size of it. And okay. there's at least 75 more species oh. we can look up. Okay. And if I understood correctly, too, they have um, graphics for the, the species. In the book, so like, like pictures? pictures of okay. them, what they okay. look like, and maybe even their um, home planet or, you know, any kind of sp- specifics yes. to their species. Yep. So excited. Fantastic. So Craig starts out by providing background on him and how he came to be interested in the subject, and he said that at the age of 26, he had a major spiritual awakening, mm-hmm. and it opened up the cosmos to him. <laughs> perhaps he didn't say that but i could see it or um mushrooms perhaps something like that Something
0: around the same area yeah you know? yeah
1: <clears throat> let's see so over the next um two years he craig wrote a series or volume about the universe and the beings that are what he called fully conscious
0: fully conscious beings
1: fully conscious beings oh
0: baby okay
1: um, what he said was that some of these beings are in service to all universal kind. Oh. Some are in service to self. Mm-hmm. And then some are nefarious creatures. Ooh.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Um, as I sort of already said, he um, referenced several influential books and um, provided the names um, of those authors. And according to Google... Colonel Wendell Stevens is one of the people he referenced. What I found was that this Colonel Wendell Stevens mm-hmm. was born in Round Prairie, Minnesota, oh. which I looked it up, and it's mm-hmm. northwest of St. Cloud. Okay. And he was born in 1923, and he served in the Air Force. <clears throat> Why I think that's interesting is a Minnesota, but also um, he worked in the Air Force and then transitioned to like UFO world so like I think he took what he learned in mm-hmm. the air force and moved
0: it that way Yeah. Cool.
1: and c- this colonel Wendell Stevens wrote I think he said 65 books on what Craig quoted as contact ease mm-hmm. so I feel like those are um earth humans okay. who have been contacted by species, okay. know, species there. Sure. that's how I understood it okay Um, There's another person referenced uh, Maurizio Caballo, and he wrote about the Clarion race. So I don't know why I just felt like saying that, too. Okay, so here's some books, images. So here's the first one. It says UFO contact from planet Iarga. I just loved the... That is... It's like a bat meets a horse meets a person. Yeah. (laughs) And then just the a, is. a simple book here of mm-hmm. UFO photographs. You Perfect. know, probably a basic. Yep. And then we have UFO contact from reticulum update. Mm-hmm. So there must be a part one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, update.
1: And this one is ah. from Colonel Wendell Stevens. Okay. So you can see this little thing like here. You see, like, a weird thing, yeah. Yep. Yep. So. I thought I'd include those, and um, you may see those in the Instagram. How many photos can you have in Instagram post? a lot?
0: I feel like have 10. I might do two. Like okay. Like two posts just to get it covered. Oh, okay.
1: Good. Because, um, if I had to pick, I want the species on there for sure. Okay. <laughs> I'd rather, mm-hmm. if we don't, if we can't have the books, that's okay. Let's for okay. sure have the species. Yep. Okay. Another interesting fact, Craig's the author, mm-hmm. his father worked for Project Blue Book.
0: Oh, snap. Okay.
1: What was interesting as well is that Craig didn't know his biological father mm. and um, had met the family of his, you know, his father's family mm-hmm. after his father had passed. Mm. And he learned that information when he met the family, mm. that his father was involved with Project Blue Book. Mm. At this point, they show a trailer for Craig's book, which I'm I've never heard of a trailer for a book, have you?
0: I've seen a f- like a few.
1: Okay. So you have heard of It's a Thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. They mention a few races within this trailer. They call we've heard of this when I did my Mufon um stories. Mm-hmm. Grays. Yep, the grays. Reptilian. Yep. Hybrid classes and Nordic nations. Yes. Which I was most <laughs> excited about. Um but unfortunately, today I won't be telling you about Nordics. But, when I right. get the book, I'm hoping to do that. Yeah. Now, what well, we all came here for. The species. Stars? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The species themselves.
0: My alien stories?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I apologize in advance, because I might get the species, how you pronounce it, wrong. So, I just we'll wanted to say that. We'll forgive you for now. <laughs> um, I tried to listen, and I just like... might get it wrong. But
0: you're like, that doesn't make any sense, but we're really gonna give
1: it a try. <laughs> yeah, so I'll I, do my best.
0: I should just point out right now, I have my arms crossed, and it's not because I'm like, Are you mad at you. me? <laughs> I'm not mad at you. This is just
1: comfy. <laughs> it's That's fine. Okay, so the first one they talk about is Cetus Zeta. Mm. They are a benevolent being, they enjoy laughter and the arts. Oh, their whole makeup is to make happiness a priority. I love them. What a lovely yeah, I know. They sound cool. <laughs> they're about three to three and a half feet tall. Adorable. Their arms reach to their knees. So pretty t- long Cute. arms. Kay. They have three fingers and a thumb. Okay. Uh, they're telepathic. Okay. They share their feelings through the body. Mm-hmm. Um. So what that means is like the being can be telling you a story and you won't see their feelings on their face, but you'll feel it in your body, what they felt about the story. Okay. 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 Um, they can learn from you and they can grow from your experiences. Oh. They have big eyes. They have what's called nictating lenses. And I had to Google this. Um basically it's like a film like a thing over their eye. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You've probably seen it
1: in like snake species or something.
0: Like cats have it.
1: Oh cats have it too. Yeah. I guess it's called nictating, nictating. lenses. <laughs> it's also
0: super creepy if you don't know what it like and you don't expect it and also mm-hmm. you like look at it and you're like, "What is you're that? Like, we just moved.
1: Yeah. Uh the Cetus Zeta, like I already said, won't mm-hmm. show their emotion on the face, but you'll feel it in their body. Mm-hmm. As you know, humans typically emote um on their faces and their words. Mm-hmm. So here's a picture of the Cetus Zeta. First one. It's so tiny. So cute, huh? Yeah. So they're gray okay. Uh, based on this rendering anyways, and yeah. I would say it's what you typically think of as an alien.
0: Yeah, it's like a gray version of E.T., but with black eyes. Yeah. Okay.
1: Good. So that's good. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Then they had another another category of what they called short, tall grays. Uh, short, tall grays. Short, tall grays. Okay, of course. <laughs> okay, apparently they are bad guys. Oh, no. And come in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when they say short, that's mm-hmm. four to five feet tall. What okay. he classified as tall is six to eight and a half feet tall. Dang,
0: Gina? Okay.
1: And then they had another category of taller. Oh no. Which is nine to twelve feet tall. I don't
0: like it. <laughs> I Don't like
1: that. And some are even taller. No. <laughs> I got the creeps. Like
0: oh, it's like oh I can I can see like short, tall grays and then they're like they go from like baby to like a giant. Yeah. Okay, that makes more
1: sense. Okay, and I'll show you a picture in a minute of mm-hmm. what they classified as a tall gray. Okay. Actually, technically a taller gray. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> they, as I already said, are bad bad guys. Yeah. They abduct, abduct people against their will. Mm-hmm. Um, And it it says here, other races may come to Earth and contact someone who is of their lineage... And if they agree to the abduction, they are able to take that person. So they sort of did this as a contrast, where the short, tall Mm greys abduct people against their will. There's races that do it with the permission of the abductee. That's within the
0: short, tall gray.
1: I I guess so. Yeah, he just said other races, so I'm not sure if it's short-tall or not. Okay. They're just doing a contrast of, here's what these short-tall grays do against the will. Mm -hmm. And then there's other races, as they Mm -hmm. called it, who will take only if they agree to it. Okay. Okay. Which, as we've heard in, um, probably mostly movies, there are people who are like, take me! Right? Mm -hmm. So they Mm -hmm. might probably Mm -hmm. be the ones that would be able to go. Yep. Um... Interestingly, these bad short-tall greys um, will take you and your genetic materials against your will. Oh. Interesting, huh? Yeah. So here's a picture of this short-tall grey at the bottom. He looks
0: like an angry dude. He kind of reminds me of from that movie, um, Bugs
1: Life, I think, oh. from, like the bad guy. From the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to say it, actually. <laughs> he looks really grumpy, too. <laughs> he's,
0: he's like, i yeah, man. Yeah
1: take your DNA. Okay. Alright, this one. Oh, Draconian. No.
0: I feel like I've heard that. Picture. Yeah, I think
1: we have for sure in the MUFON stories, Yeah, but probably elsewhere too. Yeah. I was familiar enough with it. They are malevolent oh. creatures, so super bad, right? Yeah. They're from the Orion constellation. I think that's oh. where they reside. Okay. They're cold-blooded creatures. They have scaly and bony plates for skin. Uh, this is really weird. They said he said they can be brown, green, beige, or one color. So I'm not sure if that means mm. brown, green, beige as a mixture mm-hmm. or they can be one of those. Sure. Um the males tend to be seven to nine feet tall. Gross. And the females are six to seven feet tall. Mm. Interestingly, the body excretes a bad smell and this repels the enemies.
0: Interesting yeah <laughs> it's not a it's not really a good tactic for uh coming up on your
1: enemies <laughs> oh no <laughs> um at this point, Craig wanted to say yes. that there are many reptilian beings that are not bad or not of the light, and he said that you should judge the individual being, not the race of course, okay, always with every. Mm-hmm. you should mm-hmm. always do that. Mhm. So for this Draconian um group, they are fierce warriors and they will fight to the bitter end. Oh. So here's our Draconian friends and why I pointed out Craig had some of his um water stamp or whatever on this okay. one happens to be one that Craig has his name on.
0: It's like the uh, creature from the black lagoon. Yeah.
1: Okay. So they're scaly, bony plates for skin.
0: Fun. Looks very intense. Yeah. I wouldn't want to run a that in a dark alley. <laughs> no. But I can't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> <Yeah>, no.
1: <laughs> Immediately. Oh no. But oh, you can't. Oh no. Okay. Next, we have the Sasani mm-hmm. group. This one was uh, interesting <laughs> because it starts out with mm-hmm. the Sasani female is named Bashar. So, she, I don't know if that means every female in the group is named Bashar or if it's one specific person. Oh, okay. It wasn't clear to me, so okay. I just wanted to say that. All right. So, the Sasani female is Bashar, mm-hmm. and then it gets a little weird, who is Daryl Anka's future self. And that's a human. What? So, there's a human named Daryl An- Anka, Anka. Yeah. Bashar is his future self. And she is a Sasani female. Okay, first okay. off,
0: let's just look up Darryl. Yeah, so
1: it's, it's D-A-R-R-Y-L. D-A-R-R-Y-L.
0: D-A-R-R-Y-L?
1: Yep, and A-N-K-A. Okay.
0: So it's a writer. Um. Okay, apparently he's that's like his thing, because like every time I look it up, It's all,
1: like, Bashar. Okay. So. Yep. Okay. So very interesting, right? Yep. Okay. So this Bashar individual is Daryl Inca's future self, Mm -hmm. which is 300 years in the future on a parallel universe on a planet that is similar to Earth. Yes. Okay. Right? Yep. Um, This race has a classification of hybrid species. Sasanis are half human and half gray. Mm-hmm. There's a hybridization program underway, and the seven species go from a total Sasani race to closer to human. So they're trying mm-hmm. to breed with humans and get more human. <laughs> of course. And apparently they are able to sustain, or until they are able to sustain and live on Earth. So their their end goal is to live on Earth, yes.
0: basically. Yeah, apparently. Apparently
1: okay, of course. Um, I believe a subset of the Sasanis are the Solzars. Mm-hmm. That's S-O-L-S-A-R-S. Solzars. Um, I'm probably gonna look into this, and hopefully I can find something. Mm-hmm. But apparently this subset has already taken I'm DN- um, sorry, thirty three DNA chains from the most intelligent human species and bred them into their race and they are beings that are master teachers to lots of races. So they're like the <laughs> most smart mm-hmm. best bre- breed of each race that they took the DNA chains from. If I understand. And this Solzar species of wants to eventually upgrade that 33 DNA chains to yeah. 44 different mm-hmm jeans
0: okay you know that like meme with the lady with like the math flying around her head that's what's happening that's right that's
1: it yep i know i was just going whoa when i heard about sassanis okay and i found it so interesting that i might do a future episode on this oh, in yep itself there. so um here are what someone drew as a sassani female and a sassani male it's obviously a digital rend- rendering, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, that's... I'm trying to think of a way to describe it for you listeners. Do um, you remember from the Dark Crystal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, like, critter... Like, not the critters. Um, The main characters. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it makes me think for yeah. the female.
1: When you said that, it...
0: Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah.
1: Fun. Cool, huh? Cool. So I might do that episode on them. Okay. Hopefully I can find info on that Daryl Anka and Bashar. There's a lot out there
0: <laughs> when I Googled it, so.
1: Good, good, good. Next, we have digital immortals. Digital immortals. <laughs> digital immortals. immortals. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently these beings have souls that have already gone through the highest ascension levels, and they are beings of pure light. So they're probably the best of the best.
0: Yeah. They are the best. Do
1: you think they're besties with um ah uh, the Cedas Zeta? Zetas? The first group? I truly have no idea. I mean they're both the most happy. They're
0: both happy so maybe little critters. Okay. They
1: didn't reference that, but <laughs> connecting dots here. <laughs> so they are no longer a form, like you can't okay. see them, but pure consciousness. Mm. hmm Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, there was a pod of them that wanted to experience being a being, a physical body again. Yeah. And uh, apparently, they can either put on a temporary or permanent suit called the Soul Vector Suit.
0: Is this what the movie The Soul is based
1: on? <laughs> 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 oh, funny. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. But maybe. You know what? I <laughs> might be onto something. So, um, like I said, they are no longer a form, but sometimes they feel the need to become an actual form of okay. being. sure. So they can put on, either temporarily or permanently, a soul vector suit. Okay. This is a geni- genetically engineered body that can look like another species, mm. um, and how that's helpful is the digital immortals can um, look like the other species that they're trying to help counsel? Sure. Okay. 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 And oh, you know what
0: it makes me think of? Yeah. You remember the show Joan of Arcadia?
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Where yes. like
0: God would come to her in like different
1: people
0: forms? <laughs> yes. There you go. Look at you. Right
1: wow. You, like, you got how it. How faithful am I? <laughs> yeah. So they're in this soul vector suit counseling other species, and they're helping them achieve the highest ascension. That's what they do typically when they have their vector suit on. Apparently they are also brainiacs. Obviously. And are placed in command positions on vessels. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then they have access to something called the Library of Akasha, which is where all the history of the universe and our souls are. And wait, let me see Where all of the history of the universe and of our souls are a recording device. So I think what happens is history, the universe, our souls, all the history of that goes to this library of Akasha. Is it like one
0: thing or is it like a bunch of things? Dunno. These are the answers. But they have access
1: to this library. Don't worry. There's gonna be follow-up episodes. Fantastic. So don't get too crazy. Don't <laughs> worry. This is something I want to look up. Um, so these digital immortals can make decisions faster than humans. I would hope so. I would they have think lots so. of access yeah. to data. Um, also, they can process data very quickly. Makes sense. Yeah. Yep. They're the they're brainiacs Sometimes after all. Says, yeah. Uh, interestingly, when you know how it can be a temporary vector suit, mm-hmm. they can. Um, basically just leave and go back to being a, you know.
0: Whatever critter.
1: Non-form, whatever that (laughs) that is.
0: Non-critter they
1: are, yes. Okay, so I googled the library of Akasha, Mm -hmm. and a website called Mm -hmm. medium.com says this, quote, every thought, idea, and action from the past, present, and future is stored ad infinitum. The Akashic Records are basically a record of what will happen, is happening, and has happened. So that sounds like that has a lot of things we need to reach into. Of course, yeah. So here's yeah. another rendering of Digital Immortals. <laughs> it's
0: just like the galaxy, basically. <laughs> yeah. And a
1: silver surfer put together. <laughs> so what You have such good uh, reference points. Okay, I think I have just two more races and they're shorter. Um, a, Aqu- Actoris, I think, is from the constellation Um, that looks like a boot, is what he said. <laughs> he might have said the name, but I, I didn't it's catch it. It's just Italy in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to Google it. I couldn't find it. Okay. But these beings come in various colors from blue and white. Mm-hmm. They're different shapes and sizes. They're one of the most advanced races. Other races go to them for counseling, which... Mm. Similar to Digital Immortals.
0: Yeah.
1: And they referenced J.J. JJ Hartok, her talk in his book, The Book of Knowledge, The Keys to Enoch. And that book said that the Arcturus is a midway station or programming center used by beings of lights. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, the Octoris are also the designers of some of the crop circles on Earth.
0: Oh! Now
1: we know who is doing it. Now we know. I did a quick Google of J.J. Hurtok's book, yes. and it, <laughs> this is what a reviewer said mm-hmm. on Amazon. It said, yeah. quote, At times this book feels so far outside of my realm of understanding <laughs> that I did feel lost. But I read every word and loved the way I felt when I read this book mm-hmm. and unlocked keys of understanding in myself about the world inside and outside of me. Yeah. So no. here's an arcturus. It's in the middle area. It's hard to see, yeah. isn't it?
0: Yeah. It's kind of, it reminds me <laughs> of from the movie Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> Not Stitch, but like the lady alien that's in charge of him or so I don't know what the movie's
1: Premise about. Ones, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully someone got it. Somebody,
0: you'll understand the reference if you just Google it.
1: Alright, you've heard of this one, Andromeda, or Andromedine. Uh-huh. Yep. I'm not sure how you say it, but that race, um, they're their blue race, they have three classifications. I'm blue. Male. Da, but, what? The song. I'm blue. da ba, dee, da, oh. ba da Okay. da da, dee, da They have three classifications within the race. Uh-huh. Male, female, and androgynous. Mm. They're hairless. They mm. have galactic command stations throughout the Earth. Oh. One of the oldest races have 24 elders of Adrameda. Sorry, mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that word. Yep. These elders are human celestial gods and goddesses. Mm-hmm. And that um, council of 24 elders is 12 men, 12 women. Uh, they have portals on their planet where they can instantaneously travel through the portals. Interesting. All right. And that's the last one at the bottom. That is wild looking. Very bright.
0: We'll just put that on the Instagram so you guys can figure <laughs> I can't it out.
1: even describe that, yeah, very complicated, yeah, um, the host james Ron James said that interesting, oh, this was interesting, so this is at the end. I'm assuming people would drop off, you know, you know yeah. as you, I yep. stayed through the whole thing, and what Ron James said was that this almanac covers a lot of legend. A lot of lore, Uh and probably a lot of fact. (laughs) I said, "Ron James, (laughs) you're saying this is fake? (laughs)
0: Are you kidding me, Ron James? What the hades? You're mean to tell me that these critters may not exist, right?
1: I was really upset about that. First of all, (laughs)
0: like, it's just like it contains a lot of lore, a lot of legend." But also a lot of facts.
1: Probably a lot of facts.
0: Probably a lot of
1: facts. <laughs> um, very quickly here, they said yeah. if you're interested in, in abduction books, there's a couple authors they recommended. Bub Hopkins, John Mack, David Jacobs, Barbara Lamb. Just thought I'd say that for anybody okay. out there. Uh, Ron James asked what the ratio of good aliens um, not only that, but good aliens that look upon humans as good. Yeah. And Craig said that most are benevolent. Okay. Uh, there are races like the draconian and bad greys mm-hmm. that are wired differently and don't have the capacity to, to love and over time have lost their ability to love and have emotions. It's like a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. Psychopaths. Which is why they abduct and clone people because they cannot reproduce anymore. And that's oh, why they try to grab DNA material. Interesting. Very interesting. <clears throat> interesting. Last oh. but not least, okay. at the end of it, they showed another film slash trailer, mm-hmm. mostly trailer, called Stranger at the Pentagon. Oh no. Okay. And this is something else I might look into. Just thought I'd give it a little shout out. Mm-hmm. And I am done now.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> First off,
1: thank you. Isn't that wonderful? I feel also enlightened, but
0: also wildly confused.
1: I know. Uh, I I'm re- I was really honestly sad when he said probably a lot of fact because I was like, oh, I just watched this hour long thing for <laughs> maybe fact. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, sir? You mean I spent a whole hour <laughs> thinking
0: everything you were saying was completely true mm-hmm. but in reality it's probably not
1: do you think that was like a, a liability thing probably they're just like,
0: <laughs> they're like sneak this in at the end they're like we don't want you guys to think we're crazy no. so we're just gonna say that it's probably not true
1: <laughs> yeah, like what was that I'm... did they wink at
0: the like really hard like uh-huh.
1: no <laughs> not really real mm-hmm. Just kidding. Oh, buy my book. Just <laughs> buy my book. <laughs> buy my book, please. And I did. <laughs> and
0: I did. <laughs> okay, well, I have a true crime story for us.
1: Wow. Yeah. I feel like we haven't had one for a minute. I
0: know. So this is a little short, mostly because it's still kind of unknown what happened. Oh, okay. So. Sure. Mm, this is, we'll just give the title here so we'll kind of figure out what's going on the disappearance of Pamela Hobley Hobley not sure how to pronounce the name I apologize and Patricia Spencer okay so on October 31st 1969 Pamela and Patricia two teens from Oscoda Michigan disappeared after having attended a Halloween party supposedly after a school homecoming game
1: okay
0: Patricia was 16 Um, she was born on January 10th 1953 she was a petite brownish blonde teen um, Pamela was 15 years old. She was born on May 24th, 1954. She was tall and thin. Um, she was rumored to have taken part of prior to her disappearance in activities her family did not approve of and was apparently engaged oh, okay. at the time of her disappearance.
1: Does activities mean, like, premarital sex? Or parties? Uh, Maybe like, even it was even parties, simple stuff like I that. I feel like
0: they were kind of insinuating, like, drug use. Okay. So. All
1: right. But, a little wild
0: yeah okay so both girls had distinctive scars spencer who was patricia okay. um had one on her leg from a dog bite and Hobley, pamela had one on her face they didn't say exactly what it was caused by <clears throat> on the night of their disappearance uh, pamela had told her brother excuse me her mother and sisters that she would be attending a Halloween party after her school's homecoming game. Okay. After her family had returned from trick-or-treating, they realized that Pamela had not returned home from the party, and her fiance informed her mother that she had never arrived at the Halloween party. Oh, okay. Pamela's mother then called around to other parents of those who had attended the party and found out that Patricia Spencer had also never made it to the party. Okay. Um, it soon became known that they actually never even attended the homecoming game, oh. either. Soon, an investigation into their disappearance went into effect. Okay. Investigators in their case were originally told that they had been spotted last walking away from the high school after a bomb threat in the school led to its evacuation. Okay. However, later a witness later stated that they had picked up the two girls as they were walking along River Road and dropped them off in downtown Oscoda. Oh. Other information given to the police indicated that the girls were downtown the day of their disappearance. The two were not considered friends, but they knew each other.
1: Acquaintances? Mm-hmm.
0: They were believed to have skipped their afternoon classes after the bomb threat at the school. Okay. Original theories from investigators were that the girls continued to hitchhike and were abducted by two or more assailants and then were eventually murdered. Um, another theory was that the two were runaways and took off for Flint, Michigan. However, the sister, one of the sisters of Pamela, Mary Burel, um, cast doubts on it saying that neither girl, girl took their purses, mm, sure. any identification, or extra clothing. And both families said that the girls were really close to like their families and would not have left voluntarily. Okay. Both Spencer and Hobley had reported to have experimented with drugs and alcohol.
1: Okay.
0: Um, these rumors swirled through the town and became a bit of a blight on the investigation.
1: Sure. Rumor remember?
0: Yep. Eventually, the leads on the case grew few and far between, and it became a cold case. Cobley's family posted a one thousand dollar reward for any information on what happened to her at the time of her disappearance. Um, in 1985, police were told that two men in the area murdered the girls and buried them by a barn that was popular for teen parties. Okay. The local chief of police invest, uh, directed an investigation of the area by the barn using cadaver dogs to find traces of their bodies, but no human remains were ever found at the scene. Okay. More individuals over the years came forward saying that they had seen the girls or given them rides the day they disappeared, but no other um, information as to where they ended up ever came from those stories. All right. Um, both girls have been registered into the national databases, uh, like National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and mm-hmm. the DOE network, DO network, to gain awareness of their disappearance, and to bring forth any information on their whereabouts. Okay. Um, neither have fingerprints on record. Um, but they were able to get dental records and DNA profiles okay. for both of the girls, um, in the hopes to eventually find them someday. Yep in 2010 a new detective was put on their case and interviewed witnesses again in the hopes of uncovering any new information
1: yeah
0: this has been challenging however since most of the people that were involved in the investigation at the time are now getting older mm-hmm. so their memories are not as good mm-hmm.
1: which is always a hindrance oh yeah so i can barely remember yesterday right you know <laughs> much the years yeah
0: like Forever, meant 50 some years ago Mm-mm. nothing Um, In 2013, investigators claimed to have a person of interest in the case, but they needed more information in order to continue. Both girls' families spent the rest of their lives trying to find them. Patricia's mother, Arlene, died in 1991, and she had written a letter begging someone to come forward with information of what happened to her daughter that was published in a town paper in the 1970s, like the year after she disappeared. Mary continues to work with detectives and missing children's networks to find Pamela. Both of their families have resigned to believing that both girls are dead. Yeah. So, um, so there's really no idea as to, like, what happened to these two girls. Yeah. It was pretty much just, they left school, supposedly. Somebody picked them up. The person who picked them up in the car was cleared. Okay. Of their disappearance. Dropped them off downtown, and then after that, nobody knows, like, where they went to. Any idea? so wild. Yeah.
1: Just to disappear like that. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Just completely off the face of the earth
1: and so they were still in high school
0: yep they were only like 15 and
1: 16 years old okay wow that would just be so terrible not to know anyway Mm -hmm. one way or the other yeah if they're alive or
0: dead if they're hurt like i know for like myself i always think to myself like what if they end up witnessing Mm -hmm. like that's how i kind of pictured someone's like "Mm, it's
1: gonna be so scary yeah for sure and Mm -hmm. we're at 50 plus years now Mm -hmm. what can you really find out unless they find some body or Mm -hmm. bones and i'm so glad they have the dna and the dental records that'll help hopefully someday yeah so
0: if you do have any information out there Mm -hmm. just by chance um you can contact the oscoda oscoda township police department at 989 739-9113 739-9113 or you can email them at otpd at s- oh, excuse me, Okay. You can also contact Crime Stoppers of Michigan at 1-800-773-2587
1: Excellent.
0: My resources were from Wikipedia I apologize if I'm going to pronounce this wrong, ayasco. I O S C O County Herald, County News Herald, the Charlie Project, mm-hmm.
1: and CBS News. Well, thank you. Yeah. Poor girls. So we have yeah. Pamela and Patricia, Patricia. Yep. who are just acquaintances. That's so interesting. Isn't that
0: weird that they would just like have both just disappeared?
1: Yeah. So. I don't even know where to go with that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, is it drug related? Some.
0: Yeah. C- of Boy, acquaintance or left.
1: acquaintances that were like, "Hey, let's go here," mm-hmm. and just drove off and No, idea. no
0: idea. Scary. So.
1: all right, we'll contact those folks if mm-hmm. you we know got any anything. Info? Yeah.
0: And then, if you uh, have seen any aliens that uh, Alyssa talked about, let
1: us know. Yes, absolutely, and you mm-hmm. can do that by emailing us at northernfrights nineteen at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Or uh, comment on our post with any kind of information you might have. And yeah. that's on Instagram at... Northern Frights Pod. Good. And then, as usual, please rate us on Apple, mm-hmm. iTunes, Podcasts. Yeah. With a five. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, we look forward to hearing from you, and we'll be in touch. Oh, we'll be in touch soon. We'll be in touch. Best regards.
0: <laughs> Anna and Alyssa.
1: <laughs> oh, goodbye. <Okay. laughs>